Hey everyone, it's Shama with Girls and Geese for back or back for yet another Ask a Black Belt segment. Today we have an, yet another amazing instructor joining us today. Her name is Angie Vogel. She's a black belt out of the Philly area. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> good, how are you? Good, good. How have you been? Can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for agreeing to be on this, agreeing to do this uh, interview segment. Um, so how it works, I was just explaining it to all of them. I don't know if you're listening, but they're just going to post their comments. Well, answer them um and then if we don't get any questions and you and i are just gonna have an awesome conversation and catch up <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> so go ahead and if you can share some share some things about yourself uh for the people out there all right um so i am a black belt in jiu-jitsu i have been training uh just a little over eight years um i am one of the instructors at balance studios in philly um, and I also own Jiu-Jitsu Candle Co., obviously my <laughs> Instagram handle here. Um, what else? Oh my gosh. I like to bake bread and I hurt myself in a freak Barambolo accident yesterday. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so if I, if I don't turn this way, the reason why is that I tried to invert to my bad side. Oh. I regret it. I regret it. It wasn't oh. even worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I hope that heals up pretty quickly because I know Same. that sucks. <laughs> you know, the longer, the, the longer you train, the more you can tell, like, how many weeks it's going to be. So I got up this morning. I was like, this is like a two-weeker. It's a two-weeker. <laughs> it's going to be all right. <laughs> Uh, how, <laughs> how many Advils did you put in, Angie? Uh, I'm on my, this is, I only took six. I'm saving the, the other three of the day for bedtime. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you want to be able to sleep through the night. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you what know. Is, so so being, a, being a baker, uh, someone asked, what time should I start dinner? That's my husband. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, that's a good husband taking care yeah, right? of you. Surely it will be chicken nuggets. Oh, well, hey, <laughs> food is food. Exactly. Oh, my. Well, I remember when we met. I think it's been, gosh, maybe, oh, God, I can't tell. My, my concept like of time is gone. Yeah, yeah it's like about a year, a year ago. Yep. So, yeah, because it's right after I got my black belt. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it was awesome. I remember like going and and I'd never been to the Philly area before, so it was, it was really awesome to get to know you and, and a little bit. And and I mean, you have an awesome sense of humor. <laughs> like, yeah. I tried. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> we had a lot of fun at it's that fun. one. I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was a good event. It was really fun. It was nice to have all the girls together too. It, it's a uh, kind of a bummer now with like all the COVID stuff. So. We don't see everybody as much as we used to. No, I know. So how has it been for you uh, being an instructor and training and, and navigating all of this? So we were closed for about five months. Um, we opened back up. And it, so, you know, we, we were doing like pod training 
because at most lifers, you can't give it up for five months. There's no way. So um, we had a group of friends that we were training with, which was awesome. Um, and then when we started to open, it's like small groups. Um, you know, like now it's somewhat back to normal, I guess. I mean, it, there's yeah. not as many students back. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know, in some ways I like it better because there's a lot more personalized attention with the students. Um, it's, you kind of get, it's a little harder training sometimes because they're so used to like your shenanigans that they shut yourself down quicker, ah, <laughs> which is see. good, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like, everybody knows I'm going to try to get an underhook. What? Well, everybody knew that before, but regardless, <laughs> now they know even more so. And it's the same, you know, 15, 18 people. And it's just like, <laughs> now you got to get trickier about getting your game going, which is, which is really good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough it's tough for everybody. So it's just, I understand why people aren't back. You know, I get it. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that we get closer and closer to normal as time moves on, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, I hope that we're all kind of moving in that. It's so hard because everything's so different everywhere. And, and so like yeah. different places are at different points. And so it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, And everybody it's... has their own circumstances too. You know, it's yes. like, what your lifestyle, you might be surrounded by people that are more, you know, vulnerable than uh, no one would ask you to do jujitsu. It's, it's a luxury to be able to train. Right. And I mean, I think the more you realize that the more you're, you kind of can't really judge people for not wanting to do it, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah. So how do you, um, Oh, there we go. We got one. So what is the biggest challenge uh, that you faced as a female black belt? Hmm. As a female black belt. So I think, um, I mean, I would like to think that I face the same challenges as male black belts, right? <laughs> Which is, you know, getting respect for jujitsu and, and making sure, I mean, I guess if you, if you have the goal to teach, making sure that your students respect that you can execute, but also that the idea behind teaching is that I can make you better. So I can teach you an arm bar, regardless of whether I'm executing that arm bar every day on the mat, it's an understanding of jujitsu. So I think for me, the challenge is believing in myself enough to mm -hmm. sort of facilitate that for myself, right? So, you know, I think in the beginning is very, I maybe had a little chip on my shoulder about it, like about being a woman and having to prove myself all the time and you know, like going harder than I needed to go or being, you know, sometimes bitchier than I needed to be. And I'm trying to like go back now and be like, okay, that was just, you know, everybody grows on the mat, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I feel more mature now. So I think I try to carry that with me less, but it was a mm -hmm. challenge, not so much that other people were imposing, but a challenge that I was putting on myself that really I was just making it more difficult to kind of find my own pathway. So I would say, you know, not necessarily like jujitsu is hard for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. I mean, jujitsu sucks. I've seen plenty of guys cry in the <laughs> locker room, plenty of girls cry in the locker room. It's, it's hard, right? So yeah. I think you, you, you put these like, I don't know, or at least I do sometimes just these just insane ideas about what you're supposed to be doing or how good you're supposed to be or how someone should react to your instruction. And you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not, it's not for you to decide how people are going to react to you. It's mm -hmm. just for you to work hard and do your thing and try to be better than you were the day before, you know? 
Absolutely. What do you think are some of the challenges just uh, female black belts as a whole face of today? You know, the circumstances have changed so much, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still, I would like to see it be more normal for female uh, advanced instructors, right? For co-ed classes. So it's it's pretty yes. pretty usual to see females teaching the kids' classes, pretty usual to see females teaching the female-only classes, but it's very difficult you know, I'm sure to get, I mean, even for me, and I, I'm at what I would consider a somewhat progressive school when it comes to that kind of stuff, to, mm -hmm. just to get a class, you know what I mean? Just, I want an advanced class. So for me, it took me, I mean, you know, rightfully so, I was already a brown belt. Mm -hmm. And I would like to, I, so sometimes, you know, pre-COVID, of course, like women will come visit and I teach the Friday night Nogi and it's an advanced class and they would come and be like, oh, you're the instructor? I'm like, yeah. And to me, it's so normal because I've been teaching since I was a blue belt. So it's just totally normal. And I forget mm -hmm. that there are other circumstances at other schools where they're not like, you know, 20 plus women. They're not female advanced instructors, not even female advanced belts in some cases. Yeah. And I would like to see more opportunity for women, you know, higher belts that outside of just like, well, you're relegated to women's only and like, you know, us guys over here are going to do the advanced stuff. And it's like, well, there's a lot of advanced women. <laughs> you oh, know what yeah. I mean? And it, I don't think it matters. I have tons of male and female students that, you know, we all learn from each other and what you're good at, you're good at, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Speaking of what you're good at, this sounds like somebody plotting on you. They say, what is, what submissions are you working on and how do I stop it? How do I stop it? What am I working on right now? So I have a, a, a footlock from Deep Half Guard that I'm working uh -huh. on. Um, and I, I'm forever working on Americanas and paper cutter jokes. Forever. And there's no stopping it. So whoever asks, just, there's no hope. Just, just accept your fate. <laughs> accept your fate. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so you're also a business owner and yeah. tell us a little bit about that. So we just had this crazy idea one day, you know, Josh was sitting on the couch and he was like, basically I am like obsessed with candles and I would spend like a crap ton of money on stuff. And he's like, wouldn't it be great to learn how to make your own candles? Like hint, hint, like stop spending so much money. <laughs> and I was like, cause I'm pretty crafty. I like, like crafty stuff. And yeah. uh, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we had a candle called White Belt Tears that smelled like the tears of white belts? <laughs> and so you you don't know me super well, but the people on here that know me know this. It's it, it's either 100% with me or I'm not doing it at all. <laughs> and so as soon as I got a candle that actually looked like a candle, I was like, let's open a business. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, we'll sell like two candles. Everyone will laugh and that will be the end of it. And now it's like, it's a year old. We actually like people. That's awesome. <laughs> That's real fun. Oh my gosh. So, so what, just so people know, I mean, I know it's your handle on here, but just so that, how do, how do they buy some candles from you? So you can go to jujitsucandles.com super easy um and pay for them and i'll send them to you <laughs> <laughs> that easy it's, See, folks? it's very simple <laughs> <laughs> we just came out with a couple new ones so i'll be putting the the holiday stuff together 
um, probably this week. I just did a neon neon belly candle, which you can kind of see my stuff oh, behind very me. Very cool. Yeah, we just did re redid all the belt colored ones. So we try to come up with funny ones and keep it, you know, keep it moving a little bit. But number one is white belt tears, without a doubt. It's, it's just, everybody <laughs> loves it. It smells good too, actually. <laughs> so, do you remember being a white belt? <laughs> Somebody asked. What are I guess? What are some of your things um, that you remember I from being do a white belt? Remember being a white belt. I remember it. I mean, I remember that I sucked real bad. Uh -huh. And I knew one move, and it was a cut pass, and it was terrible. <laughs> now I think right now, like <laughs> when I was white, I was like, "Oh, it's great! I'm doing fine." <laughs> you know, um, what else? Are it's just so fun. You know what I miss about white belt? There's no expectation. So, like, you yes. go to open mat, you roll with everybody. It's like you expect to lose, and it's there's something so like relaxing and freeing about that. And and you know, I know they say you're supposed to leave your ego and all that stuff, and that is true. But no one does it. <laughs> I don't want to even hear that. <laughs> so, you know, like it's 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 a great time. You're like doubling your knowledge every single time you step on the mat, and. At black belt, it doesn't happen like that. It's it's tiny increments. It's it's weeks to do one or two, you know, get better at one or two things. Whereas when you're a white belt, it's you're just absorbing constantly. Like a sponge. So I kind of remember. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, seven seven years ago. It's not that bad. <laughs> you, when you got your black belt, did you feel any kind of pressure in getting that? Like, oh. Like, it's just gotten real here. Like, I, now I'm a black belt. I, I need to know what I'm doing or like. You know, I, I felt more like that at brown belt than I did at black belt. And I, I think mostly because I spent a lot of time teaching at brown belt. And so I, I not that I didn't feel. I mean, of course, everybody wants to, to like, I guess, you know, be the belt that they are. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't want to, like, be a total, total you know, crap on the mat, but it's like, when I, when I got my brown butt, I was like, oh no, I'm not ready. I don't know anything. I, I'm going to be so bad. <laughs> and then when I got my black belt, I think I, I, at least I felt like I was starting to understand shiatsu, mm -hmm. you know, and I think really it came from teaching because before that I was just about executing my own stuff. And then, you know, people would come and ask me about things that are outside of my game or things that like, you know, they wanted to work on and I'd have to think about it and understand and explain. So, you know, I was still scared. I was nervous. I was just about, you know, execution, of course, but it, I was less worried about my black belt than I was about my brown belt for, for some reason. I don't know. Brown belt really messed me up. Like I sobbed when I was on the list. I, I was so sad. I was just like, no, I'm not ready. I want to be a brown belt. <laughs> I mean, and of course I was excited when I got it, but. And talking yeah. about how, you know, um, that kind of helped your jujitsu. What are, do you think that that's something that everybody should at least try out that has a desire to do it or, or some, do you think yeah, that I mean, that's think something it's... that anybody can benefit from? You know, I think you have to want to like nerd out on jujitsu a little bit, right. In order to like to, to be a good teacher. So to me, it's like, it's, it's not worth teaching if it's just for like self-satisfaction or to mm -hmm. show people what you know. It's, it's, that's not enough of a desire because it won't 
force you to be a good teacher. You have to genuinely care that your students will be better. And I think that not everybody has that calling, let's say. So, you know, and, and you have to also, and I think this is like the second tier of ego, be okay saying like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know that answer. Let's find out together or let's, you know, let's ask somebody who's better at that position or whatever. So, you know, I think it's, if you have a desire to do it, it's a great thing to try for sure. But like, I hated teaching the kids classes. I hated it. I just didn't like it, you know, but yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think kids classes for everybody. <laughs> it's brutal. So I, you should always start there, though. I do think it's, like, worth kind of, like, paying your dues as far as teaching yeah. is concerned. Because none of the kids are going to be there. They're not – none of them are going to listen to you. And so <laughs> you'll have – you're always going to have those students that are, like, not paying attention. And it just brings me back to the kids' class. I'm like, I cannot beat adults with a pool noodle. <laughs> Even though it I wish always, I could. It always reminded me of, like, herding cats. yes yeah they are just doing whatever they want to (laughs) do exactly yeah i mean it's and and it's so hard to figure out what to teach with the kids he's like what what did they even get out of it sometimes you know is it um latissa robero oh my gosh her kids are insanely like amazing they just they are they fall in she's got i've never seen a kid's class like her kids yeah i don't know how people do it I, well. I, I could never wrangle them. I was so bad at it. I just could never wrangle them. So in, in going through your journey, you know, you've, you've, you've been around for like eight years now. What are some, if you could pin out like one of your favorite memories, what would that be? Hmm. Favorite memory. Dang. <laughs> so not necessarily like jujitsu. Well, it's just jujitsu related, but uh, last year for my 40th birthday, the the team threw me a surprise party. So it was like two days before I got my black belt, I turned 40. And it was just, it's just, I mean, honestly, the best birthday I've ever had in my life. It was just so lovely. And it was, I could cry just talking about it. It was just so nice that they did that. But yeah, I think that's what I'm like. I can't believe you got me to cry on this. Oh my gosh. You're our first oh. crier. Ugh, unreal. No. But that's, that's, a, that's a great, it's a great memory because it just, I just felt like, it just felt like such a family. You know what I mean? It was just really nice. Yeah. I can't believe you guys are making me cry. Aww. And that, I think <laughs> that's what makes jujitsu so special too, is that community. And I think that's what we lost a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Situation, you I, know, I, right, I miss that's what it keeps dearly. Back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, and not having that, like even just drilling and, yeah, just this is so. I lost you for a second again. Yeah, it's not the same as like sitting on the side of open mat, like talking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> no, for sure. So, like, I guess, what are you know, like. What is the best piece of advice that you've gotten? That's another good one that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people benefit from. Piece of advice. So, a couple of things. Um, the one thing I remember Val 
um, and you know Val. For those of you who don't know Val, Val Worthington, she's awesome. Yes, um, she just chimed she, in a little bit ago. <laughs> oh, yay. Hi, Val. Um, <laughs> she said something to me about figuring out how I was going to give something back to jujitsu. And I, I never, it took me so long to even figure out what she was talking about. Like, in my mind, I was like, Val, she's so wise. Like, I don't know what she's talking about, but I want to be that wise one day. <laughs> And um, it really is. <laughs> it just planted this idea in my mind that, like, isn't she? I'm, oh my gosh, I know, she's amazing. Um, just this idea in my mind, like, to, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be, I guess, a, like a traditional sense of it. You know what I mean? Not just teaching, not just doing things, but like, everybody's got something that they receive a value from jujitsu, like, that's unrelated to the sport. And so just to put that idea in someone's mind to like think about what you can do, you know, for the community or for the sport or for just a friend in need, something like that. You know what I mean? And it just, it was such a good piece of like a good, like piece of information to carry and also give to other people. Um, what's other good advice that I've gotten? I don't know. I mean, I've gotten so many people just give you such good little tidbits every once in a while. You know, I try to, do the same <laughs> you know speaking of of the giving back where do you think you're kind of like where do you see your giving back is that through your teaching or is there some is there some kind of end goal yeah I mean I think you know what what I like to to try to instill in my students um and this this originally started with like the women's team and then I think as I sort of got more involved in co-ed teaching, it kind of expanded. And as I evolved as an adult, I think it expanded too. But <laughs> just the idea of like being able to openly discuss some of the emotional like trials of jujitsu, um, which I think is a big thing for the guys because, you know, like I think women just naturally or more naturally emote some of us, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of times like, I'd like to talk about like the ego stuff and I like to talk about like, you know, moving through the ranks and how you're going to feel about that and how to practice something that you're not good at. And, and, you know, those days you suck on the mat and you want to quit because that's happens to guys too. You know what I mean? So I think it originally, like with the women's teams and the, all the women's events I've been to is like, we always kind of have that round table thing where like, we're talking about that stuff and, and trying to work through it together and I try to make that um, available to, you know, all my students, not just the female students, you know what I mean? Because there's plenty of guys that struggle with the same stuff. So I just try to keep like an open office policy when it comes to that stuff where, you know, if I see something and I'm like, hey, you know, like, this is part of the game. Like, I see that you're getting frustrated. You know, this is how we can try to work through it. <laughs> Oh, Kate, yeah. I, we, yes, Kate, we have discussed your trials and tribulations a lot. <laughs> Great. No, I just wanted to say thank you so much. This was a really awesome to have My you pleasure. on. And I'm just, I'm so excited that we were able to connect today and that we had the opportunity for you to share a, a bit of your wisdom with us. That was great, yeah. I can't believe I cried, but... Oh, you're softy. It's okay. I really am. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I'm a softy too. Don't worry. <laughs>
No, but it, it, it's, it's, I think it's so important what you're doing and what you're instilling in your students because we all play a part in this, you know, all yeah, of us. Totally. Everything we do is, is making this not only a better jiu-jitsu community, but just on a, on a hokey pokey, on, on a like a, on a world level, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, we're, we're doing our best. <laughs> we are. And I think we could all use that, you know. That's true. That's true. Everything we've been through. So, but thank you again. I look forward yeah, to Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Person and uh, <laughs> whenever this is over. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get together soon. <laughs> yes, for sure. But you take care and thank you everyone for tuning in. Sorry for Thanks, the technical everybody. issues today. All right. Take care. Bye, you guys. <laughs>